0: Thanks for joining. Um, As Jess has said, um, today we're gonna be discussing your LinkedIn profile and how to get headhunted. Um, We've got six steps in which we deem uh, most important in how you can attract recruiters. I'm gonna kick things off with option one. Option one is your skills. Now, how many of you even know your LinkedIn page has a skills section to it? Um, Hopefully the majority of you, but how often do you update it? For me, the skills section is really important. What I find with a lot of people is they make their LinkedIn page and then they don't update it at all. And if they do, then they just tend to focus on the job titles and the responsibilities. Your skills change. You're involved in new projects. You get new responsibilities. You get new promotions. Um, As recruiters, we do look for skills. And it might be that if you do or don't have a skill on your profile, it can be the, the result of whether the recruiter actually messages you or not. So definitely update it. Um, My personal advice is to update it every time you go onto a new project, you get a new role or you get a promotion. It's not the sort of thing you're going to be updating on a weekly basis, but pay attention to your LinkedIn page.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think skills are so important. Like keyword searching is really important for any hiring manager or or any recruiter now. Um, So yeah, it's important to have those skills in there. Um, but not only your skills, but also add your experience that's relevant to the role. It Give more than just your job title, because um, there is so much more to what we do day to day. And every role is different. Um, now, look, we don't need to know what you've had for lunch every day for the past three years. But add in some thorough detail of your day to day will help your profile stand out above others. Um, but start with the most important things of your job, too. There's, you know, Depending on how senior you are, um, you know there there might be bullet points and bullet points that you can put into this. Keep it concise, um, but start with your important uh, parts of your job too. Um, like not only will that help your profile stand out about others, but by doing so, your profile then becomes more searchable with the keywords. Um, so it can really help you become more noticed um, by having more detail in your experience that uh, in the experience section. Um, be honest with your experience, too, um, and what you've done. Interviews will always reveal the truth. Um, and, you know, with some processes from a more technical uh, standpoint, tech tests, exercises, you know, don't, don't catch yourself out, but give enough uh, in there to, to make you be noticed uh, by any hiring manager or recruiter or just simply to be connected with other people in your community as well.
0: I think uh, you've got a little visual, haven't we, to show a good example? Yeah.
1: Visual 2 will show you a good example of, uh, you know, what sort of experience to to put in there um, and uh, how to bullet point it, keeping it bullet pointed makes it easy to read, easy on the eye for a lot of people. Um, You know, nobody wants to read a novel um, on a LinkedIn uh, profile. Uh, Often when it is chunky, lots of things get missed, and there might be important information. So yeah, bullet pointing it makes it easy to read. Um, You can also put your skills at the bottom of it as well to make them more noticed. Um, so yeah hopefully this visual gives a little bit more of an example of um, you know how you might be able to display your experience on your profile um thanks for that in,
0: um, in, in, in slight contrast to that if we can show visual one something else that is uh, really useful is if you are in a very niche industry for example sap commerce or hybris um hopefully some of you guys are in digital commerce tech that are watching given that's the industry simply commerce operates in um then you don't necessarily need to have a huge amount of information in there because it's pretty clear that what you're doing on a daily basis is with that specific technology. Mm -hmm. Now, that only applies when you're being in super niche. If, for example, your job title is just software engineer, that doesn't help anyone at all. And that's possibly why you're going to be getting messages left, right and center about PHP roles, about Java roles, about scala or dot net or whatever it might be so always try and be as, as clear and concise as possible the more information you give the people that look at your page the more specific the emails and um, target approaches from recruiters should be
1: yeah um, definitely
0: moving on to uh to the third point Um now this is one that hopefully everyone is also aware of and that is open to work as recruiters those that pay extortionate amount of money to LinkedIn, but that's a different conversation, um, can see uh, who switches the button for open to work. Now, I mean, it kind of says what it does on the tin. Um, as you can see from Visual Free, um, we can see the job titles that you want, the job types you would prefer, locations that work for you, your availability, and any uh, workplace types, whether it be remote, etc. Now, we do look at this, and the more you put on here the better the more it helps us the majority of people unfortunately don't fill this out and they just leave it blank um or they just put something like full-time developer remote again that doesn't really help much so um the more information you can put here the better but most importantly just click the button if clicking the button shows us that you want to have a conversation, we can get in touch fast and then we can set up that conversation and take it from there. For those that are worried, you can have an option. So only recruiters can see this. So no, your employer isn't going to know that you're open to work.
1: hmm Yeah, really important for me, like keeping this um, as detailed as possible, really, really does help. Um, I'm just going to fire over to the comments at the moment. We've got a good question from Razvan who has uh, got a giant grocery list of skills um, over your uh, over your career, your question is, yeah, you know, is there any particular priority of the skills that you should add? Um, yeah, I agree, not not adding every single one if you've used them for five minutes, but certainly highlighting you know key technologies that might be really sought after right now. In the current climate, um, or any that you have got extensive experience with, whether that's you know six months plus, um, could be really beneficial to a future employer um, of yours. So um, yeah, I would say get as many on there as possible. You can also be endorsed by these as well by the rest of your um, network. So they really do add um, a lot of value to your profile. Um, so yeah, get as many on there as you can. I'd say. Some
0: things to add there as well is when the list gets long. Also think what do you want to be doing now. If you've got skills for roles that are dated and stuff you don't want to do, then let's remove them and just focus on the ones that you do want to do. Mm -hmm. Make sure you actually have that experience, because if you put stuff on your LinkedIn page that you don't have experience with, you're just wasting your time and everybody else's time, because ultimately the role is probably not going to work out. But if you have got certain skills, or in your case as a front-end developer, maybe experience with certain frameworks or e-commerce platforms, then make sure the ones that you push on your LinkedIn page are the ones that you want to be working with in the future as well.
1: Yeah, really key point there. Yeah. I, I agree entirely. Um, we've got another another question here. How much experience does someone have to have with something for it to be classed as a skill? Um, this is kind of really open to interpretation, I would say. Um, but adding it as a skill is, you know, it's going to highlight that you have you know somewhat a lot of knowledge in that specific area so you know you're going to be then questioned on it you might be highlighted or picked out of a a group of people because of that specific skill so i'd say be prepared to be able to talk about that openly with a recruiter or with a future hiring manager about that um, and be comfortable in doing so as well Um, okay cool let's let's move on to uh point number four which is updating your summary Um, This, for me, I don't know about you, James, or anybody else in the the comments section, is is crucial. Um, It's your first impression, right? It's one of the first things that anyone will see on your profile. Um, So make it count and and try to be creative as well. Um, Top tip for this, write in first person. Um, Keep it first person. Don't be writing in third person or anything like that. Um, And this really is just an overview of yourself, both professionally, but also personally as well. Um, this is where you can really let your personality shine through, um, you can share details about yourself that don't form part of your professional experience, right? Because that comes later down in your uh, in your actual profile, um, like we've just mentioned. So you can include things here like your interests, what you like to get up to in your spare time, what you might do at the weekends. Um, this will help people connect with you on a personal level, um, and you know what, who knows, you might actually have more in common with your, you know, your future, your future boss than you might think. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just helps people connect with you on that personal level. You then become more of a human rather than just this professional figure. Um, so, yeah, keep your keep your summary updated. Again, I think the motto of this live is update, update, update. Keep everything on there as up to date as possible. Um But I think another good thing that you might want to add to your summary um, is putting links to your portfolio. You know, if you're front end dev, you know, you can put links to your GitHub or any portfolios that you um, might have created. You might have a blog. You might have a YouTube channel. Um, The summary is a perfect place to to put these links um, to further expand on not only your experience, but like I say, your, your personality, too, that people really do want to know about.
0: For, for me, the summary is really important. It allows you to shine through as a person. Uh, LinkedIn is a social channel. Yes, we do use it as a, a primary method for sourcing for, for business and for, and for candidates. But it is also a social platform. So it's really important that you're able to share your personality uh, with it as well. As Jess said, often there can be a lot of similarities or things in common between... Uh, yourself and your potential hirer or even the recruiter might look for something and see something like like a YouTube link and uh, then click on the link to look at it and then find some form of synergy between the two. I know there's a big... like a misconception that as recruiters we don't look at your page we literally just spam mail everybody and whilst I'm sure there are those people in the industry I want to make it clear that it's not everybody and there are many recruiters out there that do look to do, uh, go above and beyond for their service and don't just keyword match or spam we actually yeah. look at the profile we look at the background we try and understand as much as we can about personality and and try and put two and two together
1: mm-hmm.
0: um okay um we've also got job titles now job title is an interesting one and link oh we've got a question michael Michael, okay. um how sorry going back to skills um how important are endorsements for skills it's, it's a good question um personally i would say it depends on who they're endorsed by normally you can see that i, I know there was a bit of a trend where people would get endorsed for many skills and they would be pretty random I think normally you can tell if the skill's legitimate or not by the amount of endorsements and, and who it's endorsed by it's not a, it's not a big thing for me uh, personally but uh, I would definitely recommend trying to get some endorsements for that skill if you can do
1: yeah definitely I think when it comes to endorsements for for me you know if, if you can get endorsed 10 to 20 times for that one specific skill set, you know, it really is going to enhance your profile, in in my opinion. Um, And alongside just the endorsements, like getting the recommendations on LinkedIn, you know, these are looked at as well. Um, So getting as many recommendations on your profile by, you know, maybe ex-colleagues that you've worked with, um, previous managers or line managers, or people that you're connected with who can vouch for, you know, specific areas of your experience or skill set really will add a lot of value as well.
0: Awesome. We'll come back to some more questions at the end. Uh, Dan and Jay, I do like your question and I will come back to that one in the next two or three minutes. Um, If we can move on to job titles now, as I just mentioned, this is an interesting one. There are millions of job titles out there and it seems like more and more created by the day. Um, What I would say is LinkedIn does give you an option to use their job titles. And whilst you don't need to do this, I would recommend doing so. They have a huge variety and you can pick more than one. Um, If you don't do it, then you're reliant on recruiters knowing that that they can also use LinkedIn outside of LinkedIn standard function. And uh, they can search for you. However, it does make it harder. And ultimately, you're relying on that recruiter to know how to use LinkedIn as well as they can do. So my advice would be to try and use the LinkedIn um, example job titles wherever possible. And if there's not a specific one or it could be one of many, just click as many of them as are relevant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that one. And um, going back to um, what you mentioned earlier on in the in the conversation, James, is if it's specific, uh, specific job title, you are an SAP commerce developer, like put that put that skill set in the title as well, rather than a you know just put in developer or engineer. Um, try and be as specific as you can uh, with the job titles as well. Um, cool, we've got some really good questions coming through. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll go through the last point and then wrap through some of these questions. There's really good ones there. Um, so yeah, top tip number, number six is have a profile picture. Um, plain and simple here, just have a photo. Um, it doesn't need to be corporate and it doesn't need to be stiff. Um, Whilst we, you know, don't need to have a profile picture of when you were 17 in Zanti, you know, having one that's you, reflective of you and what you do, um, keep it simple, you know, keep it you. Seeing a real person in the photo will help with not only your own personal branding, but again, also makes you a real person that people can connect with. goes back to making people been able to kind of connect with you on that personal level um I personally think it always helps when it comes to meeting people in person as well you know things like interviews or video calls like you're easily recognizable you become a familiar face Um, I mean I can as an example count many a times where I've you know I've been very well connected with somebody but not seen their not seen them in person and not seen their LinkedIn profile so as a, as a photo, so then when I've come to meet them, I've not actually known what they look like and not been able to introduce myself properly. Um, so it kind of works in the same way of being able to connect with you. Um, but yeah, just just have a photo really. Um, I know a lot of techies like to be more creative and have a graphic of themselves. Like that is great. It gives a reflection of you and what you love to do and, and kind of where you're at uh, within your, your career as well. So um, yeah, bottom line, just have a photo.
0: Definitely. And and there is no rule. You don't need a suit. You don't need to have this or that. Look however you are comfortable looking. Use it as a chance to let your personality shine through. And if you're comfortable in a suit and you you wear a suit, great. If you're comfortable in a T-shirt and you want to wear a T-shirt to work, great. We all know that the workplace has changed substantially over the last 24 months. Um, Don't feel the need to have to look a certain way. Be comfortable being you because ultimately, you are the person that's going to be being hired
1: yeah for sure and and consider having a header as well which complements your profile picture um you know often the the headers are left blank um you know you can you can get creative with this as well, so um uh, yeah, definitely um try and have a, a header which complements your your profile picture too
0: awesome, all right, should we go to some of the questions and I want to go back to to Dan and jay so the, a great point on the the German at a one level um Obviously, this is something that I get asked a reasonable amount, having uh, helped to expand Simply Commerce across Germany over the last 18 months. My personal opinion is, be honest about your experience, is if you're not, it will get found out very, very quickly. And we have learned that the hard way, uh, I can tell you that. Um, You don't need to pretend you learn, you, you know, fluent German. And if you are needing to use any form of translation tool to write a cover sheet, then you probably shouldn't do it. However... You should just highlight the fact that you are at a certain level and take a minute just to try and explain what you're doing to advance. Everyone has to start somewhere. The problem problem that you might face is that a lot of people are at A1 level and they have no intentions to move to A2, to B, to C. If you can just put a bullet point on your CV or your LinkedIn page um around what you are doing to move forward from a1 to a2 and further then that will 100% get noticed and whilst i can't promise it's going to be enough to get a job employers will definitely look at it and uh, they'll read it and they'll consider it
1: yeah really good point now i think that goes for, for for anybody really um even, you know, language or trying to upskill or trying to change what you're doing. Maybe you're moving from, um, you know, a hands-on role and you want to be more client-facing or move into more strategic. I think highlighting what you're doing to get there um, as well will not go unnoticed. So, yeah, top tip there with with that is just put as much of what you're trying to do now um, if you're trying to make a shift in your career as well.
0: Perfect. Another question? Got... uh... Uh, is it is it rorker um when making an industry change how much of your previous industry experience should you include um good question uh, i don't think there's any right or wrong answer to this one i certainly would include your previous industry experience particularly if there's a lot of it otherwise whoever is reviewing your your profile or speaking to you may believe that you're possibly a junior and you don't have any prior experience uh some ways in which you can do this so it doesn't take up too much space is just to put some short bullet points that highlight what you've done before uh or the industries that you've worked in um and maybe a couple of key achievements um and also a note as to why you're looking at changing industry um it would be useful um but again there is no right or wrong answer the one thing i would categorically say is don't have all of the experience there because if you're writing a cv it's going to get very 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 long and if you've got it on linkedin then uh Again, there's only so much you can put on there. You want people to be drawn to the most relevant part of what you've done and what you want to be doing. What do you say, Jess?
1: Yeah, for sure, definitely. I think um, what a lot of people don't know is you can actually create a CV uh, from your LinkedIn. Um, If you go to your profile um, and click more, you can actually build a CV from your LinkedIn. So your profile and, and LinkedIn right now is pretty much your CV. So why double your work by putting it into a PDF or anything like that, when you can literally do that from your LinkedIn. If your LinkedIn is updated regularly um, and you continue to do that, you'll never have to do the same work twice. Um, so yeah, maximize your LinkedIn and then make the most of that for your CV as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Right, a couple more questions. We've got a few more minutes. So if anyone else has got any questions that we haven't covered, feel free to, to chuck them in the box now. Um, Wilson, um, for an experienced professional what do you recommend the right number of pages your cv should be <laughs> again right there's no right or wrong answer here and you'll often hear one page or two page like for me i don't think uh, i don't think they should set a two page restriction particularly mm-hmm. as you progress in your career how are you going to get all of your experience relevant onto two pages what i would say is personally i think four is a good number you can get a lot of detail into four pages and I, I'm yet to see a case as to why a CV should be much longer. I have, funnily enough, the longest CV I've had was 21 pages. And uh, <laughs> honestly, it felt well. I didn't actually read it. Um, and I recommended that they reduce some of their work experience. You don't need to write an essay on what you did in 2002. It's just not that relevant. What would be more appropriate is the job title, the company you work for, and the, 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 the key responsibility that you held. That's appropriate all of the day-to-day tasks for the, the nine months you work there isn't so important.
1: Yeah, um, I would agree. I'd say three, four pages, really. Um, keep it concise. Yeah. If you're going back, you know, the, to the 2000s, um, you can just line it or put as per previous experience. And you can talk about that in further detail. But your most relevant experience for the past 10 years is going to be what most hiring managers are really going to want to know about.
0: Um, You've also got to think as well, um, how relevant is it? Technology is changing so fast right now. Um, If you're whatever you did in 2005 or even 2015, for that matter, technology changes fast. And Mm. do you need to put 10, 15, 20 bullet points as to what you did? Can you just take the two or three key ones and put it on there, showcase what you've done? And you can always add an extra note saying, look, for further details, please feel free to ask. Yeah okay and josie what um would you say your cv should be the same level of detail as details you put on your linkedin profile how should they differ again good question personally i would say yes i think you can use use your linkedin page as your cv many people actually do that at the minute and i do think more and more people will start to, to utilize that function as jess said why would why why make it separate you you could ultimately have a like a dress down version of your cv which could be your linkedin profile and then a more formal version depending on the type of roles that you are applying for uh, as i do appreciate that there will be certain industries that have prerequisites or they have certain demands to join them particularly when you move up the ladder to very senior positions but for the general person i would say yes i would i would use my linkedin page as my cv
1: yeah, for sure. And I think just to add on to that as well, you know, if you're going for a specific position and you want to tailor um, your CV for that requirement, you can do that on your CV. But you can use what you've already created on LinkedIn and you can just add and change, you know, a few bits or pieces to be more specific to that job role, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I would typically say try and keep them the same and then you can just make adjustments where you feel necessary, really.
0: All right. Um Another question here from anonymous LinkedIn user. Share yourself. (laughs) Uh, How (laughs) to get noticed. It's one of the recruiters that doesn't let you know they look at your page. Um, How do you get noticed if you're switching career roles, for example, shifting from technical to a non-technical role with existing technical experience? Let me just read that again. That was a bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) Um,
1: I think for this one um, goes back to being noticed if you're switching career roles you know if you're going from uh kind of technical and I'm gonna assume here so correct me if I'm wrong from a kind of development or engineering background maybe and you're looking to go into a non-technical role that maybe is more client-facing or more strategic um I would highlight the elements of what you've done as a technical uh, person that can still be translatable or of value to being in a non-technical role. Um, Because there will always be value added there. Um, It's just about highlighting that. Um, However, yeah, I think if you're wanting to be noticed, of course, your previous experience um, is is worth putting on there for sure. Um, But you can highlight maybe in your summary of the, the move you're wanting to make or where you're wanting to go down. That's you know open for people to know
0: certainly i, I would i would definitely have a, a number of points in my summary which uh, explained my reason for career change and where i see myself going moving forwards. people mm-hmm. do read these things and if you uh, do want to move into a, a say a business focus role some points you could note on your cv might be um uh, the fact that you maybe had some stakeholder management before or you've been involved in gathering requirements and what have you and you've had that interaction between the business and the technical teams. It might be that you've been involved in mentoring or training or, or um, any other form of assisting with maybe other junior members of staff um, that would form more of a, a managerial or leadership role. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the key thing is just trying to trying to what I'm trying to stress here is just put some information in as to what you what you think is the most relevant for what for what you've done, and um, a a short couple of notes as to why you're looking for that change and and why you believe you would be good and are ready for that change right now. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, a lot of people make the transition from technical to non-technical. It's very common, so it it does happen regularly. So I don't think it's anything for you to worry about. You just got to try and explain um, why you're the right person for the job.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. Um, Cool. I've got one more bonus tip. uh, Before we um, wrap things up here, switch your emails on. It's crazy and actually amazing the number of people who don't have this switched on. Um, And this could mean you're missing out on some amazing opportunities because you've not got that in mail um option open. Um so yeah, have that on if you're wanting to be headhunted, maybe if you don't know you're wanting to be headhunted, still have it on because you'll be surprised at the amazing opportunities you might be missing out on if that's not on.
0: Definitely there are a lot of people um that have email switched off. And even if you're open to work, unfortunately we can't message you. So uh do make sure it's switched on. Mm-hmm. Um, but look that's um that's it for today guys. Like thanks for joining. Um, It's been really cool. This is the first one that we've done. Hopefully you liked it. And yeah, hopefully you'll come back for the next one. Not sure what it'll be on yet, but hey, we'll keep you waiting. Um, (laughs) You'll be able to watch this back uh, at any point. It will get shared to everyone that's tuned in today. And I believe those that couldn't make it. Uh, Just finally, before we go, for those that don't know, Simply Commerce also hosts the FOD, The Future of Digital Commerce. And that is where we interview leaders within the digital commerce tech space and talk to them about all things digital commerce here and now. And what to expect in the future. Uh, you can find out more about that on our website. Um, but thanks again, and we'll see you soon.
1: Thanks for joining, guys. It's been great.